Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Everybody, Rev here, just Harvey and I once again, this time not because people are recovering from a convention, but because I'm recording this intro early because I'm doing something that I'm very bad at doing. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go on a vacation. I'm going to be gone for the next week. So normally this episode would be posted the day that I'm leaving. So I'm recording the intro early so I can post the episode early so I can leave. So uh, hopefully you're all doing well. Everyone will be back with me next week for the intro. So until then, it's time to let the recap roll. What a weirdly successful night. Let's, should we, should we ride this? Should we ride this high? What's next? I mean, if we're feeling lucky, that's when you head to a casino, right? Tasu is trying to get a sense of the security. At some point you are spotted. A hand slams against your chest and you get stopped. A woman about five foot three dark hair, sharp blue eyes, and canine features. Why do I know you? Uh, I'll look her up and down. Um, you been around New Orleans much? No. I just came up from there. That's where I used to operate, checking out the town. Huh. That's not quite it. Uh, I'll offer a hand to shake. Name's Regal. Name's Mallory Mercer. Most folks call me Mal. I'm the head of security here. What I was able to overhear is that a lot of the wait staff are kind of frustrated because they've had to like pick up more shifts. This place totally just like promotes within. So you start out as like the server or whatever, and then you move your way up to one thing, and then you're a bartender, and then you're security. But they've moved all the like experienced security somewhere else. So everybody here is kind of newbies. Tess, as Kim is examining this building and you're kind of pointing out things to her, you hear Mallory's voice ring out. I remember now. I saw you the other day on the street. You're working with that bastard ex-boyfriend of mine, aren't you? Kim and Taz, you were standing outside of Jake's car in the parking lot of the Wrigley Casino, scoping out some weaknesses in the building. And Taz, you have heard this voice cut across the parking lot. And you see Mallory Mal Mercer, the head of security here, headed towards you. Oh, shit. Damien? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I don't I don't know who he like, you know, has relationships and stuff with. I sincerely, I get it. I'm sorry. Oh, so you're not like a friend of his? Well, I mean, we work together. We have to be on like good terms, you know. I mean, I I won't lie. Like we we get along, but obviously I'm chilling at a casino not with him on my day off, you know what I mean? I'm definitely not friends with him. Oh god, yeah. Oh yeah. I tried to banish him from this plane. 
She did. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Didn't work, though. Sorry about that. Uh, hey, look, I'll, I'll make it up to you. Better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when's the next uh, Fight Club? Is it like this week, ne- week after? It's next Friday. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. I'll show up and I will just let you vent by beating the hell out of me. Do you want better? You get him to come along so I can beat the hell out of him all over you want. <laughs> okay. I would like to see that. Uh, should I should I mention you or should I not? Should it be a surprise? Oh, if it could be a surprise, I'd love to see the look oh, on his face. Oh, my God, me too. That's funny. Yeah, I got you. All right. I knew you looked familiar, but who knows? Maybe this will work out. Yeah, I think it will. And she gives you both a nod and turns and heads back inside the building. Oh, We're going to get David killed. <laughs> People die in this universe. A hundred years of bitter exes. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. See, I told you. She is a fireball, man. That's okay. All right. She's kind of awesome. Wait a minute. So that's Friday. If we want to do this next Saturday, I might have a little favor from the head of security. That's true. That does mean leaving Lana in there for six more days. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, here's what I noticed. This building is huge, way bigger than the casino actually is. And see how all of these windows and doorways are all bricked over? Oh, yeah. Except for that trash chute right there on like the third floor. Oh. I'm not really volunteering to crawl into a trash chute. Sounds very gross. But uh, I don't know. That could be something. That could absolutely be something. I'm going to turn back to the car and point the shoot out to Megan and Jake. I can get up to it. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can see it. I think I can teleport to it. So if that's what we want my job to be in this, I could be the person who goes in the back. I'm just having this very baller image of like you standing below it and just teleporting up and appearing and grabbing the handle and then like leaning backwards to pry it open and then shimmying your legs in and closing it behind <laughs> you and then having to make your way up backwards. <laughs> so baller. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that might be our answer to avoiding figuring out how to get these, uh, you know, the security things that are letting people through. Yeah, the thing that makes me nervous is that's a lot of building that we have no idea what's inside. Yep. Do you think that Fiona could put the word out and maybe get us a blueprint of this place so we do know what we're dealing with in the back half? Yeah, she's got a lot of people she's kind of tried to keep contact with, so I can definitely start with asking around and seeing if I can find any information. Yeah. All right, so is there anything that the rest of you are going to do while Megan goes out and hits the streets? Is it possible? Is it safe to be accompanying Megan on this? Can I come along or should I not, Megan? You all being there could be detrimental if things go bad. You not being there could be detrimental if things go bad. There's literally no way to know. Yeah, so let's just go. All right, so who are you going to? Uh, I'm going back to Foster, my werewolf contact, to see if he can get me access to blueprints to this casino building layout. All right, so roll hit the streets. When you hit the streets to get what you need, name who you're going to and roll with their circle. On a hit, they're available and have the stuff. On a seven to nine, choose one. Whoever you're going to is juggling their own problems. Whatever you need is more costly than anticipated. Six. Uh, Can I lend a hand? How so? Uh, I think I'm just kind of name dropping my werewolf contact, Scruff. You know, that's this is somebody I'm friends with. I'm also in this circle. It would it would really benefit. Maybe I could put in a good word with Scruff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, all right. Roll lend a hand. <laughs> Four. 
This is going well. Do I still mark it? Yeah. All right. Well, I level up. <laughs> Leveled up on a fail. Good. You're welcome. Uh, that's just like where old, I belong. It's just like old times. <laughs> uh, what are you going to take? Uh, I am going to learn three more spells. Uh, okay. What spells are you going to learn? I'm going to do tracking, linking, and veil. What do those do? I mean, the name's kind of tracking. Let's me track. Yeah, <laughs> linking uh, fuses two things together. I can I can spend a hold to learn the location of a specific person, um, but I have to have a personal object that belongs to them or recent leavings of their body. <laughs> God, a lock of hair, fingernail clippings, their blood, etc. Et so really dancing around what leavings commonly means. <laughs> I think. Uh, linking, I can spend a hold to telepathically link up two characters in your presence for a few hours, allowing them to communicate with each other and with you, regardless of distance. Hmm. So I've got to be with them to link them, and then we can go on our merry way. And I can spend additional hold one for one to add more people to the network, even if the others aren't present. And then Veil, spend a hold to make myself invisible from sight, physical, and electronic for a few moments. Okay. Nice. And I I learned these because in this moment I fucked up so badly that I really wish I could just turn myself invisible and get out of here. <laughs> so you all head over to meet Megan's contact Foster uh, at the corner pocket, which is a pool hall that Foster frequents. And uh, you go in to try to get some information from Foster. And during the course of this, Jake, you try to bring up your buddy Scruff because it seems like the interaction isn't going all that well. And you bring up Scruff and Foster stares at you for a real long time and and nods their head. Yeah, I think I got uh, I got just what you need. I'll get you those blueprints. Come back here in about an hour. I'll have them for you. Great. And uh, he turns and heads out. Well, I think that went well. Yeah, it seemed to. Do we have to leave? Can we just stay here and shoot for the hour? Might as well. Yeah, it's about 10.30 at night right now. And about an hour later, Foster comes back in with a white tube and hands it over to you. Thanks, man. I really appreciate this. Yeah, no problem. Good luck. And then I'll just look at everyone like, good to go? Yeah. All right, let's go back to the car. All right, you head back out to the car outside of the corner pocket with your prize in hand. This feels like national treasure. <laughs> Sorry, what is that? It's a, oh, wait. It's of, a movie. Of, course, of course I know national treasure because Nicolas Cage is a vampire. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the president <laughs> It's required It's required movie watching In every classroom <laughs> Check them out, is there anything good in there? Does it give us the answers we seek? Yeah, get back in the car and open up this uh, tube See what's inside Yeah, inside are a set of blueprints And it shows three floors The top floor is almost entirely empty It's just a big open warehouse space The second floor Seems like it is mostly lodging and kitchen area and bathroom area. Uh, and then there is also an office there. And you know from having been inside the casino that that must be Grayson's office. Uh, and then the first floor is the casino. And you can see that behind the wall where the bar is, there are a number of long corridors leading to rooms that are indicated with electrical markers around the walls. You don't see any other entrances or exits on the back side. It seems like the only existing one is from the front. Um, it doesn't even mark that trash chute on the third floor. Okay, we can work with this. Yeah, look at all these like electrical markings around these rooms. Are these like electrified rooms? Maybe it could just be a symbol for them being powered in some way, like actually set up to a grid to be locked and things like that. Uh, I mean, are, do those symbols exist on any of the rooms that we have seen or been in? They do not. It seems like if that was the case, it would also apply to like the casino floor and stuff. 
it seems like whatever that denotes, it is something completely unique to anywhere we've been in the casino. It could be like the vaults or something, like where they keep all the winnings. This is really weird. Look at this. The whole third floor is just like empty. Third floor is empty. That's weird. That was the floor with the trash chute. Yeah, that's not even on here. It's just open. And then they've got like the kitchens and lodging and everything on the second floor. And I think this is the office. Well, the trash chute might be a great point of entry then if that whole floor is empty. So probably Lana's either in that back half of the first floor somewhere or the top floor isn't actually empty and she's somewhere up there. There's not really a way for us to know that without getting there and observing it. So let's assume that we were going to go for this tomorrow. What would we want our duties to be? How would we play this if we went in with what we have now tomorrow? Somebody goes in the trash chute, figures out what's up with the third floor, right? And if it's not actually empty, if we think she's up there, then we all got to get up there one way or another. If it is empty, they proceed down to somewhere that we actually need to be. Somebody needs to yoink a key card or whatever that thing is to get into the back rooms of the casino area. Uh, I could try and swipe this access thing, key card, whatever it is. If there's a fight going on, I, I'm pretty good in a fight, but in a brawl, I, I don't think so. Not so much. If I'm not actually trying to like fight, fight somebody, I could work on trying to get something to help us get up to the trash chute. I feel like I could maybe influence things in the casino to create a distraction. I don't know if that's a fight or perhaps nudging someone else towards winning a big jackpot. If we could nudge somebody into winning a big jackpot, that would get Winters out of his office. Yeah. That would also make me pretty quickly. Yeah. Ultimately, if we want to get Lana out, that's you, right, Jake? If you can get a hold of her and just teleport back to the base, I mean, sure, that's a ways away, but that gets her out. I mean, it's possible if, I, if I'm if i able to channel enough energy and I haven't had to use any of it for anything else, I could get her all the way back to the Sanctum, sure, and then somehow get back here. <laughs> Well, I mean, Lana can kind of walk through walls, can't she? Like, she's a little bit incorporeal if she's posing as a member of Tranquil Silence. It might be as easy as freeing her from whatever magical chains she has, and then she can get herself out. Yeah, it seems like they have put a lot into keeping her locked down. That if we could screw up a little bit of that, she can handle herself. It'll be more about whoever frees her than getting out. Okay. And that I can absolutely do. So, yeah, I guess it seems like I might be the one pushing for Lana if it's only one of us. You know, I'm probably on that team because I can mess with whatever's holding her down. And if she can get out, great. If she can't, I can get her out or I can at least get myself out. Are there any of those power box like lines around Winter's office? There are not. I might be able to get into Winter's office like if he's out of it. It's not exactly what you do, Jake, but. I have this sense of like being able to move through stuff in some way. It may be obvious. (laughs) I don't really know. I haven't tried it yet. So I may be able to get in there quickly, grab the rifle and get out. I mean, most of my skills at this point are either big and flashy or have to do with me being really good at fighting. And I feel like that's just a little more extreme and that's not really what we want to go for right now. I've been a lot hesitant with uh, just even the things that I've had to do as Fiona. I just feel like it's been really difficult to commit to anything and be confident in in what I'm actually doing. 
I didn't act fast enough when I was at the safe house. There was a vampire and it was like feeding on someone. And I thought if I could just scare it enough to like get away that it would stop and it didn't and it killed somebody. Maybe they're too far gone anyway, or maybe they weren't and I could have saved them if I had just acted, but I didn't. And I don't I don't want to keep doing that. I'm second guessing everything. Well, even if you don't feel it, you took on two vampires and lived more than that. You barely had a scratch on you. That's impressive. I'd feel a lot safer about this if you were either with us in the casino or with Jake when he's dealing with Lana. I mean, yeah, if things go bad, I could maybe fight my way out. That I'm at least kind of confident in. I'm just really hoping that that doesn't happen. <laughs> like sneaking in and out is is kind of the plan here, right? So I don't know how to be helpful in making that an accomplishment other than just kind of being a worst case scenario backup plan. I think one of two things for you. If I'm going to be the one snagging the rifle, Jake might have to fight his way out. And like Kim said, I would be way, way, way more comfortable with you being with him to help get them out. Before I had the thought of me doing what I might, I was going to offer essentially just staying in the casino to be either more distraction or, you know, the filler for something else. Like if they're going to have to fight their way out through the front of the casino, being there for that or someone to distract winters for longer if that's needed, like literally just to be the the response team, because that's going to be hugely important, too. That's something that you could do if I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I feel like being there in case to help with something that feels like where I'm going to be the strongest. I just don't know where. Maybe Megan could go in the trash chute and scout out the third floor, see what's up there, let us know. And then I could stay down on the casino floor in case we do think that Lana's down there. Start sneaking through the locked doors because I can I can yoink a key card off somebody and make my way through there. Yeah. Okay. And then if that's not the case, if Megan determines that it is something on the third floor, I can get out of the casino and up to that trash chute. So I could follow based on what you learn. Yeah, I can do that and give you information based on what I can see. But I didn't really feel comfortable using comms in there since we don't really know what their security is like with that kind of stuff. I don't know if these things would be affected by whatever they have set up. Did I get any feel of something like that scoping their security? Any sort of like magic dampener or anything? No, but I, I didn't get the impression that's what you were looking for either. Like you talked about like cameras and people and... Um, yeah, that's fair. Did you try to use anything magical inside? No. Okay. I, I feel like I could maybe take care of that. I think that I could magically like telepathically link us if we're worried about the tech part of the comms being detectable. If we're worried about the magic being detectable, I'm boinked on that one if we're worried about the magic being detectable. Man, in this kind of world, I don't I don't know what they would focus on or if it'd be both. I, I mean, magic's ev like everybody's using magic always. It seems like they wouldn't bother to police for it. Some people can't help it, right? Some people just are magical here. So I'd hope that would go unnoticed. I'd be more worried about the technology. Yeah, and I think from your observations of this world, like you know that there aren't really technomancers because of what you pulled off with James. And it's been 100 years and you have seen that technology has almost not advanced at all. Yeah. Boy, a lot of this is going to hinge on how successfully I can channel magic. There's a non-zero chance. Like when I was fighting Zwee, I fucked up and I knew like I, I'm not getting any more here. That could happen on step one here. I could, I could try and steal a key card and be out of magic for the rest of the night. So 
well, if that happens, then I guess we'll just roll with it. That's what the three of you do best, right? I've read your files. You come up with a plan and then immediately deviate from it. Oh, I mean, do best is a generous way to put it. Do by necessity. (laughs) Do most often. (laughs) It's what we unintentionally do. All right. So we get something like a grappling hook or, or something to get Megan up to the trash chute, get her to the third floor, figure out what's up there. The rest of us are on the casino floor, right? So far, so good? Yes. Yeah. Depending on what she sees, it might be a matter of me redirecting also to the trash chute to get up to the third floor to follow in if that's where we think like Lana is. If that's not the case, I might stay down there, try to steal a key card, get through the doors to the back part of the casino where we think Lana might be. Kim can manufacture a distraction to draw Grayson out of his office and then Tass, you can get into the office. I am pretty sure. I mean, that's all That's all we've got on any of this. <laughs> all any of us has is pretty sure. So Tass can do the exchange for the gun or the theft of the gun, whatever. We can, we can make a fake version if we think we can get it in there. And then Kim, you said once you do the thing on the casino floor, like there's a good chance you're made, right? Yeah, if I do that, then I'm going to be an oracle seeing the future inside of a casino. I'm probably going to be banned, uh, if not worse. Well, but that is that is even more of a distraction. So, you know, in the worst case, that still draws attention away from the other things we're trying to accomplish. So that that could still be good. Yeah. As long as you can escape. I very much plan to. All right. Okay. So I guess we need to get a grappling hook and then hope that circumstances work out decently along the way. And if they don't, we figure it out on the fly. Is that is that where we are? We've got a working plan, something to start with? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Great. I can't wait until we can't even get the grappling hook, but let's go see what we can do. (laughs) All right. What are you all going to do between now and the time that you start the heist? I know that Kim wants to talk to Strom in the morning. I know Megan's going to go look for a grappling hook. Is there anything else anyone wants to do before you all meet back here tomorrow evening? No, I don't think so. I think just waiting for the op. Uh, I have to channel my magic before we go in, and I'm just going to go ahead and take a twenty on that, if that's cool. I'm just okay. Gonna, yeah, I'll spend I'll spend the time to make sure I get all my old. just. But it's twenty hours. Just you show up, just twenty of the next twenty four hours, crackling with magical energies. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. I'm probably not going to heal my point of faint harm in this evening before we go into the casino heist, am I? You know, you all have about twenty four hours before. You're going to start this heist and you don't really have anything to do in the interim other than I know you're going to have a conversation. Tass seems like he's just going to head home. Um, I think that you could both heal your faint harm since it is faint. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. 
They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I, I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. So, Megan, I don't think that you have any issue finding a grappling hook. Like, it's kind of standard equipment. Is there anything else from the red line that you want to get while you're back at the hideout? I don't know. I can't really think of anything. I feel like since primarily Mortalis deals with protecting humans from, like, vampires and stuff, that's kind of more what I would think they have available if they had anything that would help us going into, like, werewolf territory. Yeah. I don't think I would be able to come up with something of like, hey, I need to go look for this. So just thinking about getting up into the to the third floor of this casino, I, I'm focused on what can I use to get up there. So okay. maybe it's just some rope as well to have. <laughs> just a, just you show case. it with just a grappling hook? Yeah, <laughs> just the <laughs> hook. <laughs> okay, I threw it in the trash chute. Now what? What do you mean climb up? Uh, sorry? That part wasn't made clear. You specifically told me a grappling hook. No one said anything <laughs> about rope. <laughs> yeah, I think that you can no problem get a grappling hook and rope and, you know, a climber's harness so you can not just have to hand over hand it. Oh, I don't, I don't have to use my upper arm strength. Thank God. <laughs> you don't have to Adam West it up the side of the building. Yeah, exactly. Kim, <laughs> um, I think back at the vault, uh, when you arrive that night, Strom is still shut away in her side of the building. And I think that when you arrive, it's a little different energy than the last time you were here. Al greets you just like usual, but there is a lot more foot traffic on that first floor. Um, you know, because we've talked about the House of Strom and how she is one of the large factions here. But we've really only talked about you and Strom and Al and a couple of extra leaders that she's brought in. We haven't really dealt with the fact that she's got a building full of underlings who are also very minor level oracles who do jobs for her i think you see a lot more of those staying inside of the building than normal like everyone has a room at the vault almost no one uses it and mm -hmm. you see probably two dozen people who are bringing boxes and bags back inside like they are are staying here for a little while because they got the call of that there's some kind of a problem oh man we're going to the mattresses yeah exactly but that night passes and the next morning when you get up, Strom is in the kitchen and she has made breakfast uh, for both of you. I think as you're coming in, Kester is there and he's carrying two cups of coffee and he carries them out and into the elevator. That's right. He just pours <laughs> a cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm dying to know what Strom has made for breakfast. I, I, I don't know why the thought of Strom cooking is kind of blowing my mind right now. 
This is like, it's like Mrs. Doubtfire when he actually just ordered the meal and then plated it. <laughs> That's what Strom has done. I imagine like she's a very fancy breakfast lady, like eggs Benedict. Like she she poaches her own eggs yeah. and knows how to do it right the first time and not fucks it up every single time like I do. So it's like a really strange version of Ratatouille. If you'd been here ten minutes earlier, <laughs> you would have seen two dozen beetles making the breakfast. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, Megan is right. It is a a very fancy breakfast. Strom is someone who has acquired a lot of wealth, has very high standards, both financially and just of taste. And she's lived a long time and seen a lot of things. Makes sense. Uh, But she sits down at the table and takes a sip of orange juice. How are you feeling today? A little better. I apologize for my behavior yesterday. No, it's fine. You don't have to apologize. That was a lot. It was a lot. I was hoping that they could come and make things clearer, and they did, but there seems to be a very strange finality to the way he made things clearer. I mean, we're not going to do that, though, right? Do what? Do anything that costs you your soul, Strom. I don't truly have the sense of what he said and if it meant a choice or a truth. There are several beats of silence. As I'm just staring at Strom in thought, not touching my breakfast. Strom, what if there was another way? Another way to safeguard what I've built, or another way to what, exactly? Another way to make things different. Another path. A different way that things could turn out, I guess. I think that's part of the danger of living most of my life lately in the close proximity of many powerful oracles is that I may get so caught on the idea of what's going to happen that I can't do anything but follow that path. I'm not talking about what's going to happen. I'm talking about changing things that have already transpired. Who, Strom, um, do you remember when I read your fortune last week and I had a vision of you meeting people from your past? Yes. I think I met them. It was not Kester. And Tiresias. I mean, that's that's very possible, but uh, it might also be Jake and Tass from the IPT. The pause that happens as you say this is long, and her eyes don't leave you as she tries to process what you're saying. That team, they vanished almost a hundred years ago. Yeah, I know. They vanished, and they came here, Strom. They went through a lot of trouble hiding their tracks, making it look like they disappeared into another world and died there, but they came here. Why? They want to find the different dimensions that Nash used for his spell a hundred years ago to make the world the way that it is. So they're getting readings from those items that Nash gifted you and the other leaders of the factions. That is why I asked for the egg. They can go back? They have a way to get back from when they left? Yeah. She stands up and starts to pace around the kitchen. Kester has a way of seeing his visions through time, and Tiresias has a way of seeing visions constantly. And you're able to pick up on visions that happen around you, the people that you read. Ever since I became an oracle, I've had these visions of times that didn't happen. A moment in life that I lived through, but I knew wasn't what I experienced. 
if there's a way to change things, maybe that's why I see the things I see. I haven't had a single useful prophetic vision since the magic in this world increased. Something's always off. Something's not right. A person, a place, it's different. Is it possible that that's happening because the IPT is coming and then going to go back and change all of this? So it's almost like you're having visions that I hate to say don't matter, but they're of a present that's only temporary, I guess. She leans against the counter and you see that she's got a pendant that she's wearing and she puts her hand to it and squeezes it. Thank you. I realize that must have been very difficult. No, I mean, honestly, it's a relief. I really don't like hiding things from you. It really stresses me out. And so there was a worry that you would be upset with me for either working with Jake and Tass uh, and Megan as well, who I don't think that you've met, but she's great. Uh, Working with them in the first place, but also hiding it from you to begin with. And I'm just, I'm happy that it's out in the open. Thank you. Yes, I can imagine that the perception of my reception of their arrival would not be a pleasant one. No, they're really nervous about meeting you. (laughs) Yes, I would be too. This is the world that I thought I wanted. Yeah. But it turns out that when everyone has power, I'm not all that special. (laughs) The things I can trade in aren't all that worthwhile. It's true. Um, So if they manage to do what they're trying to do here, you know, get the the readings off of all nine items, then they're going to go back and and change things. And, you know, that's uh, probably going to result in a world where you're still on top. There are just fewer people at the top of the pyramid with you. Yes, I need some time to think through this. Okay. And what I'm going to say to them when I see them again, please finish. I need to go to my study. Can I ask you one more thing? Yes. I realize that it's extremely possible that the news that I just shared with you possibly threw off your vision for today. But when you did take a peek at the events of today, did you happen to see me getting uh, hurt or arrested or a bad thing happening to me later tonight? I didn't, but I also did not see this conversation. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, We'll talk later. And as she passes by, she leans down and gives you a kiss on the forehead. (laughs) I breathe just a big sigh of relief that's been a knot in my stomach ever since I met the IPT crew hiding this thing from Strom and now that that's resolved I finally have an appetite all right so I think we jump ahead to Saturday night outside of the Wrigley Casino what's going down first of all I just gotta say if I had been like hey mom I'll see you later tonight if I don't get arrested <laughs> or get, end up dead or hurt, I wish my mom would have been like, all right, all right, sweetie. So I'll see you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Enjoy your breakfast. Mwah. Bye. Uh, I think I'm heading in probably first to post up in my corner and just establish myself as a presence there so that it doesn't seem weird if I just show up and things start going wrong on the casino floor, like people start losing shit. Okay. So we've all got the plan, right? Do we need to have any conversation before we execute? I don't think so. I think we know where we need to be. Cool. So before I ever head in, I want to channel and try to establish our telepathic link. Okay, roll it. Seven. Uh, So, oh God, those are rough. Uh, So I hold three. I choose one from the list below. And I think think I'll go with suffer one harm. I think uh, 
it it takes a toll on me to maybe maintain this connection yeah. throughout the night. Yeah, it's it's a very new skill set, and I imagine it's using a different part of your magical brain. Uh, so I will immediately spend two of the hold to utilize linking to get all four of us on a on a mental telepath call party call. Okay, uh, and then I'll head inside and get innocuous. I will follow maybe. 10 minutes after he goes in. I had my driver from the vault drop me off at the casino. I want to arrive separately from these people. What do you mean, these people? <laughs> in the event that I become arrested from uh, from trying to predict the future <laughs> in a become... casino, I don't want to implicate you. That's fair. I appreciate you. I love the phrasing of that. Become arrested. Yes. Like, ar- arrested isn't a thing that happens to you. It is a state of being. State of being, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I imagine that in this moment, it's Jake and Tass going inside. You two and Megan have already linked up. And then as Kim arrives a little later and like walks past you, we see that fire off again as you link her in to the group. Yeah, I think that's fair game. Nice. What about Megan? I am heading around the back to the garbage chute we saw earlier and making sure nobody is watching me as I prepare to shoot a grappling hook up. <laughs> okay. This is wild. I love it. Yeah, I think this is going to be keep your cool. So what exactly do you want to avoid in using this grappling hook to get yourself into the trash chute on the third floor? I don't want to fall. I want to make sure that this is a secure grapple. And before you make this roll, Megan, I think this counts as a hunt. You know, you're not going in to find and kill someone in that sense of the hunt, but you are trying to track down a specific person in a strange location. So I think you can roll with blood instead of spirit on this because you are hunting for Lana. Because rolling with blood as opposed to spirit is what your hunter move slayer allows you to do, right? Exactly. So that's wonderful <laughs> because I have a two blood and negative one spirit. So let's see how this goes. Ten. All right. So you are able to get this grappling hook up onto the trash chute securely and make your way up inside. What are you going to do once you're inside of the trash chute? What does this look like? Is it like a, a panel that opens up? Yeah, so once you get inside, you know, there is the the flap on the outside that you've climbed into, and then there's maybe 12 feet of chute, and then another flap that would open. Once you get inside of the trash chute, are you leaving the rope from the grappling hook out, or are you pulling it into the chute with you? I'm going to pull it up into the chute so nobody can see <laughs> What I see my crimes, yeah. what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to telepathically link out in the chat room. Okay, okay I, made I made it up. It up. I made it up the garbage chute. Cool. Uh, okay, I'm going to listen. Hold on. Let me see. So, yeah, I want to listen against that inside flap to see if I can tell if there's anyone on the other side. Yeah, you put your ear to it and listen for a couple moments, and you don't hear anything on the other side. I want to peek through. You peek through and it is completely pitch black on this other side. Like you just open it up into darkness. Oh, it's really dark. Damn it. I should have thought to get some night vision goggles. I didn't think that this would be dark. You have your phone flashlight? Yeah, I know. Okay. I just hope nobody else is in here to see it. And I'll take out my phone and I won't turn the flashlight on, but I'll turn it on and then turn the the brightness down. So it's like a really low light and kind of use that to see what I'm see what I'm doing and see where I'm going. So you turn your phone on and you turn the brightness down and you open up the chute and let the light spill out from your phone. It is cement floor as far as your light goes and large columns that reach up almost another two stories. For you, they just kind of go into the darkness. 
And you can see that there are gouges and slashes in the floor, on the columns, and there are a bunch of holes, too, everywhere. Okay, something is either in here or was in here that's really big and has claws, and there's holes everywhere. Holes everywhere? Like like finger holes? What do these holes kind of look like? Are they Do they look like something impacted here, or are they in a pattern at all? They are not in a pattern. They are all over the the floors and the walls, as well as the columns. As you move your phone closer to one of the holes, you see just a little glint of metal inside of it. And now that you're examining them closer, you can tell that they're bullet holes, and they're just peppered throughout the space in which you can see right now. They're They're bullet bullet holes, holes, Tass. Oh, okay, Okay, so so not not like like something something crawling around on the walls. It's either like a training room or something got loose in there. Yeah, I'm really like afraid to turn this light on. I don't want to make myself like a beacon. These walls, these columns that are really tall, I can't even see the ceiling in here. I guess if that's the only thing that that shoot comes out of, it's just a matter of staying low, staying along the walls and getting down and out of that room as quick as you can. Yeah, I'm just just going to stick to the the side and go around. Maybe I can find a door or something. How's it going down there? I won 10 bucks. Nice, good job. Thanks. I lost that $10. They were betting on whether or not you would make it up the grappling hook. Thanks, Jake. That's a lie. She's lying. I don't think there's a rule here. You stick to the wall and start making your way around the room. It is very large, and as you travel with this little bit of light coming out, you see more of the same you get further down into that room and you can no longer see where you came from like this is just an enormous open space and you can hear your breathing and your footfalls have just a little bit of echo so you can get a sense that this is a very large room eventually you do come across a bunch of metal lockers that have numbers on them Uh, they are red and most of them are pretty banged up so they have locks on them they don't i want to try to open one Yeah, you open one, and inside is a pistol and a knife. I'll take that knife. Okay. Open another one. Uh, There's a shotgun and a bunch of shells in this one. I just want to start opening all of them. Yeah, as you go through, you find a variety of different guns and bladed weapons, as well as a few sets of body armor. Does the armor fit me? (laughs) I'm sure that if you looked around long enough, you could find a set that did. Yeah, if I can find something that uh, that would fit me, I'd probably take that, but I'll leave the rest of it and close the lockers back up. Okay, yeah, mark down that you have... One armor. And then if you continue on a little further, you do find an office that looks like a control room. It's got some very thick glass and a locked door. Uh, But then right next to that is a set of double doors. Can I try to pick the lock to this control room? Yeah, I think it's going to be keep your cool again. What do you want to avoid in this situation? Alerting anyone to my presence. Okay. Nine. So I think one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to break your lock pick as you get into this room. Or you're going to break the lock so that later on when someone comes here, they'll notice. Like, you're not going to draw any attention now, but next time someone comes to go into this office, they're going to know. I think I'm going to go with that one. I think I'm going to have somebody realize someone broke in here. Yeah, you fiddle with it for just a little bit, and the lock pops open, and then out onto the ground. I'll try to pick it back up and just set it in the <laughs> in the hole in the door <laughs> like this is fine that yeah. way that way when the next person comes in here and they turn to open the door and it breaks they'll think they did nice. <laughs> nice. i think i'll turn the light on my phone up a bit more and i want to start looking around in this control room are there 
papers or anything that's labeled that might give me an idea of what this place is used for? Yeah, there's a filing cabinet that is filled with employer records. There's also a bunch of light switches. You can assume by the way that they are marked that they turn on the bulk of the lights inside of this room that you really can't see fully inside of right now. And then there's a chair that can sit and look out the window. I want to grab the light switches. I want to turn them all on and then look into the room through the big glass window and then turn them all back off. Uh, So you flip all of the lights on very quickly uh, and they don't come on very quickly. Like it's, you hear that hum as it starts to illuminate. And these lights are two, two and a half stories up. In the middle, there are some mats and some sparring dummies, but the whole place is just riddled with bullets and claw marks. Do I see any other doors other than the double doors next to this control room? You do. On the far side from where you are, you can see two other doors, and they're both labeled bathroom. Cool. I think I want to look through the filing cabinet and see what kind of records are being kept here. It's very similar to the conversation that you heard when you scoped this place out the other night. It is all of the records for people who have been moved into security, and they are divided up by kind of their performance in the training how well they have done with firearms, how well they have done with hand-to-hand, how well they have done with self-defense, and also how well they can take damage. There's also a list of names for people that have not yet been pulled up uh, that it seems like they are planning to pull up. I'll get in the chat room. Okay, Okay, so this this whole whole floor is like like definitely definitely a training training facility facility of some some kind. kind. There's some double doors out to the side. I made it to like a control room and they've got like some records and stuff. But I turned the lights on real quick and I looked and it's just like mats and sparring stuff. I think they fight things and shoot stuff and figure out which of the people they're training up need to be where based on their performances. But Lana's not here. Okay, well, that's that's a great answer, at least that you're not in imminent danger in there. Jake, it looks like you're up then. All right, I'll start trying to work my way deeper into the building from this side. Do you want to keep trying to work your way in from that end? See if we meet in the middle somewhere? Yeah, I can try and scope out this floor a little more and see if there's anything else up here. I can try to make my way down to you guys on the first floor. I don't really have like an access card or any really good cover right now to explain why I would be here if I get caught, but I can at least try and get some more information and then get out back the chute if I need to. Okay, keep us posted. Be careful. Yeah, so I'll leave this control room and I'll go take a peek out of the double doors and see what's outside this room. Okay. You talked before about like turning all the lights off and stuff. Are you leaving this room the way you found it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so you head over to the double doors and crack one open, uh, and it's a stairwell. I'll go down the stairs. All right, so as Megan starts to head down the stairs in the stairwell, Jake, what are you doing on the casino floor? Uh, so How'd you get down there, buddy? What are you doing on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gr- oh, it's sticky down here. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, so I've I've been trying to work up a believable drunk performance throughout my time here, mm-hmm. like um, on the show. Yeah. <laughs> how, how am I doing? <laughs> Believable? I haven't understood a word you've said all day. So. He's just slamming those Perfect. Long Island iced teas. Perfect work. But also, <laughs> in character in the casino. I see, I see. Um, so I'm, I'm still kind of floating around that doorway that I know I need to get through. And I know that I, I have not been able to scope out exactly what gets people through that door. So my goal 
is to kind of get this believable stagger going on. Wait until somebody who looks like a, you know, I mean, like an easy mark, like someone who looks like it might be their first night on the job. I know some of these guys were bartenders yesterday. Wait until they open the door and then kind of pull the like drunk stumble into them. Get the thing off of their person, like whatever they just use to get through the door as they put it away and go through the door. I snatch it from them. All right. So I think this is going to be a mislead, distract or trick. Okay. Five. Oh, no. So as this new security member is walking towards the door, you hear the click sound and it swings open. The two security guards don't pay any mind. You stagger over to try and bump into this security guard and pull whatever it is that triggers the door. And as you kind of start your pivot to fall with them, you slam into another person who is coming out the door the other direction. And as you hit the ground, a hand reaches down and grabs you and pulls you up. And as you look up to the person who is helping you up, you see staring down at you, the leader of the monarchs, Grayson Winters. The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The first thing you need to know about the Vegas Sci-Fi Adventure podcast is that you're not just listening to someone tell you a story. You are stepping into a world. And Vega Rex, the woman at the center of this saga, is currently sitting at the top of it. This is not by accident. For millennia, the country Vega calls home has been carefully honing the skills of its state-contracted killers, and these so-called holy warriors have gotten real good at taking down the world's worst criminals, or, as they would call it, cleansing. 400 kills into her career, Vega is the most decorated hunter there has ever been, and likely would have stayed that way if it had not been for him. An explosive encounter with a terrorist sets Vega on a path of revenge that is so thoroughly illegal that before this story is done, she will have risked it all, life, limb, and love, to satisfy her vengeance and keep her record of righteous kills perfect. My name is Ivoma Okoro, and I have so much more to tell you about this. Check out Vega, a sci-fi adventure podcast anywhere you listen to them. Because baby, I'm just getting started.